The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. What's going down? What's going on? Another episode of Hanging with the Boys. We are back. Our fearless leader, Shannon, cannot be with us today. He got a big meeting with the big bosses, the the last name Jones. So when those meetings come up, you got to go. You just can't come hang out with us, smucks. You got to go to the meeting with the Jones. I am joined by three-time Super Bowl champion Nate Newton, as well as DC.com writer Kurt Daniels. You're looking at a live view of the Ford Center, the Tostitos championship plaza what today's weather is a night i like this weather this this weather to me is is the best kind of weather Mm -hmm. it's about let me see here 88 degrees high of 90 partly cloudy you know the sun's not beating down on you you can go out there and like a little beat down on the sun not me not me not me you know because you get real black when the sun beat down on you and i I get tossed what is it tostito i get really (laughs) (laughs) tostito so you get a chance to walk out there enjoy you know your day at lunch and not sweat out your drawers when it's really really hot outside Mm -hmm. you know Yep. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about today. Today, uh, waves, cuts, who got brought back, who didn't stay, the Cowboys this, the Cowboys that. A lot of Cowboy football, 11 days, Kurt. 11, 11 days mm. until we are playing some real-life football. Nate, we'll get into that. Are we ready? I know 11 days is a lot of time, but today, would you say that we're ready to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? But we'll first start off about – talked about this last week. One of our title sponsors here is Wingstop. The title sponsor. The title sponsor. Yeah. The, Sorry. The, the title sponsor. Do we say the man? Is that all right? Say the man. The man. Yes. Oh, the, the woman. Guess, yeah. Don't forget. Don't, okay. Don't, Me Too movement. Well, you don't want the to corporation. The corporation. <laughs> yes. As our title sponsor is Wingstop. And Wingstop has a new chicken sandwich. Mm. And we had an opportunity mm-hmm. to taste. Now, our bosses, Derek Eagleton and company, said, no more eat live on air for you guys. Right. Because we don't know Jesse was smacking. I had no, no. one fan that said we should have ate on there. Well, sorry, fan. There, Derek said we're not, <laughs> so we're not. Uh, Nate, you were the one smacking on air. I checked out. Nate, I mean, Kurt was the only one that had any sense when we had food in the studio. So we Jesse, had to eat. I wasn't eating. That was the problem. You were the one eating. <laughs> that was <laughs> We had a chance to test these chicken sandwiches out. Nate, what flavor is Nate I had was the only one that got two flavors. Lemon two pepper and plain. Lemon pepper and plain. Chris Bean, what flavors did you get? I had barbecue. Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Bro Will, I think, had barbecue as well. That's correct. Yep. I had the hot original. And I had the hot honey. So we're going to go around the room. Shannon had two, by the way, too. And Shannon had two. Shannon yes, had two. So. He had the he hot had lemon and pepper. lemon pepper. Yes. yes. He And he ate both of the sandwiches. Think yeah. about that. All little, that head he got. Talking to the Joneses yeah. will make you nervous. We'll make you a little bit nervous. He's going to be up there sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt. You're, it was good. It was good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked their hot wings to begin with. And it's, it's, it's a hot wing on a sandwich, man. It's great. And the thing about this sandwich is this. You can get the sandwich in any flavor that they have available. So you yes, look sir. up on that board when you're going to Wingstop, mm-hmm. all of those flavors, you can get that on your sandwich. So, Kurt, you said yours were good? Oh, yeah. 
Would you? Would you? Would I would, you? Oh, definitely. I okay. I want to try some other flavors. Nate, you like food. You especially like free food. <laughs> now, so, you do too. Jay. I do like free food. <laughs> I'm gonna well. tell you how good my lemon pepper was. Okay. I was looking for my ranch to dip myself. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I'm taking this plane home to my wife. I'm like, hey, I'm not. Because when I go to bragging, I'm just like, oh, you didn't bring me that. Hey, hey, you go, babe. Oh, I but see. you can't have mm-hmm. mine. You got. <laughs> Your brownie, yeah, my brownie. But I, I, I'm serious. I, it was, it was, it tasted so like what I'm normally eating in lemon pepper. So I, I'm, I'm actually looking around. Like, Man, I should have got some sauce. Mm. I should have got my ranch where I could have dipped it. That in would, that. ranch would have been nice. And good. Yeah, that ranch yeah. would have said it all. Yeah, you, you gonna put some cheese on that when you get it home? Nah, my wife would put a slab of government cheese. You know, we try to <laughs> import it through the back door. Do you cut the government <laughs> cheese thin slice? Government cheese got to be cut. cut it thin. You got, you're right. You got you, it. Got to be. If cut you try thin. to cut that thin, yeah. it's gonna. You know, yeah, you're right. Government yeah. cheese is always gonna be thin. <laughs> Kind of leathery. Yeah, you know, so you got, yeah. <laughs> you're right. Chris Bean, your yes, sir. thoughts on your sandwich? Oh man, it was good. I, I like a sandwich that doesn't uh, like a like a um, spice that doesn't linger. Yeah, right. Okay, it okay, didn't linger, okay. You know? <laughs> so it was good. It was nice and spicy, but I don't taste it now. Does that make sense? No, you're right. And I had the hot honey, which I love because it really gave you that sweet flavor, right. and then it had a little bit of kick to it. To like what Chris Bean was saying, the kick didn't. It wasn't overbearing. It was yes, a really yes. good, like flavor, flavorfully kick. Yeah, that it had, that it had in the sandwich. So, it, listen, Wingstop, the man, the title sponsor of our mm-hmm. show. We're all giving you two thumbs up on those sandwiches. So go out to your local Wingstop. Sandwiches are available now. You can get them in every single flavor that they have on the menu. So just tell, walk in there, tell them Nate, Holly, Kurt, and Chris sent you. And for me, I like the hot honey. Then I forget about Shannon. And Shannon, because Shannon's the one. Yeah. And Shannon, this this will be the thing that Shannon holds over our head for like the next six months, because he won't do anything else for us for the next six months. <laughs> yeah. like, remember, yeah. in, uh, remember, I got you them sandwiches. I got you them sandwiches. Don't complain. Yeah, don't complain. Don't complain because you guys don't get stuff. I got you those sandwiches. Uh, uh, so thank you, Wingstop. We appreciate you. Go out to Wingstop right now and get that sandwich for dinner, for lunch, for breakfast, however you want to do it. All right. Let's get into some real football. We had to cut the rosters down yesterday to 53 by 3 o'clock Central Time. And now we are to the point where we had 28 guys, 27, 28 guys waived. Good news and bad news here, fellas. 28 guys waived. None of our guys got claimed off waivers. But the Cowboys also did not claim any other guys that got cut across the National Football League. And there were some offensive linemen out there that we thought maybe they could have. But just for reference, when you talk about claiming, right, let's just put a, let's just put a, 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 a reference point out there for fans who may not understand how claiming works. When you go, when guys get put on waivers and you get a chance to claim them, there is a pecking order. You just can't go out there and say, give me Nate Newton, give me Kurt Daniels because right. you want them. There's a pecking order that has to proceed first. And the order is for the last, the way the draft went in reverse order. So it goes from worst to first. So the worst teams in the National Football League gets first pick at claiming guys off waivers, then the 31st, the 30th, 29th, so on and so forth. So understand that the Cowboys, if they didn't put claims in on guys, maybe those guys had already been claimed by another team that was ahead of them in the pecking order. So just understand that's how the wave uh, wire happens. There's a pecking order to it. You have to wait your turn. And then when it gets to your turn, you can claim as many guys as you actually c- you want in that time frame that's available to be claimed. And then it goes to the next, uh, to the next team. Well, the Cowboys 
put 20, 28 guys on waiver, 28 guys mm-hmm. passed through waivers. Yep. They did not sign any guys from other teams off waivers, but as you see, they're beginning to bring guys back. Cooper Rush, Will Greer, uh, um, Brandon Smith. Um, who am I missing? Yeah, they've got, so they've yeah. got 15 guys or so now in the practice squad. So uh, now we also want to break down how this thing works because the way that the rules have changed in the National Football League is you now have 16 guys who you can have on the practice squad. And you have this, what they're doing now, they're calling this is roster manipulation. Is, you know, guys who are injured have to make the roster, then you move them to IR, which then opened up two spaces. So you're saying, well, who's going to be the backup quarterback? One of those guys will get bumped up on game day. You have an opportunity to bring two guys up from the practice squad on game day and have them go up and down on game day, so on and so forth. So you will have a backup quarterback uh, on game day, whether that be Will Greer or Cooper Rush. One of those guys will um, do it. Nate, I'll start with you first. As far as did you feel like the Cowboys, if possible, should have tried to sign maybe a free agent or try to claim another offensive lineman or any other position in the National Football League to help bolster their roster? Just the offensive line. But I will say this, where does Carlos Watkins fit? I mean, they released him. They, they, they signed him back they signed to the him. practice squad. That, that I'm happy. By signing him back because he had a tremendous camp during the games, during both practices, he had tremendous practices. So I'm glad he's back. Where's C.J. Goodwin standing? Did they sign him back yet or is he – they haven't officially, but they're supposed okay. to be signing him back to the active roster. Okay. Um, once they make all okay. these. Okay, so I, I'm good moves. because if there were no offensive linemen out there, we 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 set at every other position. Mm-hmm. I think we're set and solid. Now can we prosper? The offensive line is where we're we we, we have no depth, no real playing depth. Kurt. Yeah. From the guys that got cut, um, were there any surprises for you of guys that got cut? And from the guys that got cut who hasn't been, who had not been signed back to the practice squad yet, are there any of the guys you're saying, man, I sure do hope we we get a chance to sign this guy or we, that we bring this guy back? Um, not necessarily. Um, I trust the coaches. I mean, if they, all those guys made it through waivers. If they're not going to bring them back back now, they obviously found something they didn't like in them. Um, like Nate said, Watkins um, kind of getting that cut, being cut over Ridgeway. Right. They obviously value their draft picks, I guess, a little more younger mm-hmm. guy. But it's good that he's back. You know, it's it's weird to see them cut both quarterbacks. <laughs> There's no, you know, Dak's the only quarterback on the active roster right now. But in some ways, they're doing a great job of, you know, manipulating that roster with the moves they're able to. So it's going to be interesting how they play it all out. But so far, it looks pretty good. And now that this season technically is underway, right? You got through the cuts, your roster down to 53 with, with the give or take of a couple. You know what, Jess? You must be real comfortable with being an announcer because you just forgot that for three weeks the roster's going to be flipping over. <laughs> but go ahead on. Yeah, well, I mean, we, the, you have to set your roster. To right, get, you do. You got you 11 do. days. Yeah, you got, you got 11, 11 days. days. Yeah. 11 days to get ready for Tampa Bay. Right. I don't know how much flipping you're going to be doing right, to, in yeah. the next couple. Now, there will be some. And, and here's another thing. Because the way that veteran contracts work, okay, the way that veteran contracts work, a lot of times you'll see teams go get a veteran player after week one. Thank you, yeah. And the reason being, because if a veteran player is on your roster, and this is three years or more, 
That's three they, years and four games. This is what they consider a vested veteran player. Okay. Three years and four games, games on your roster. If they are on your roster, whatever that base salary is for that player, if they're on your roster week one of the season, it's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So no matter what happens, cut, injured, whatever it happens, that year's salary for a vested veteran is guaranteed. Yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> some teams play the after week one, we'll go sign this guy, and it's almost a prorated type thing. They'll have a base salary, but it's literally a week-to-week thing. And then if they have to be cut or so on and so forth, they only get that, that week's salary and I think maybe two weeks, two more weeks of salary, and then you wash your hands with them. So, mm-hmm. yes, Nate, to your point, there will be some more manipulation of the roster because – that first week, I got you, big boy. That first week, that first week of roster being cut down, um, definitely, definitely matters. So hopefully, maybe I think the Cowboys are waiting to do that for some of these. I mean, would they wait that long they, for a tackle? Yes, sir. Yes, they've been playing with fire, though, Nate. They've been playing with fire lately, man. It just, I, I mean, you cut both now. Granted, I don't know Will. I don't know what the feeling was for Will Greer and other other places or, or Cooper Russ, but you got to be playing with fire. To say, hey, we're going to cut both of the quarterbacks, wave both of the quarterbacks, and hope that now, again, taking the fans behind closed doors. It's manipulation. The manipulation <laughs> yeah. part of this thing is a lot of times there are these wink, wink handshakes that happen behind the scenes. The, 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 the front office personnel will come to an agent or player and say, listen, because of the way we're doing things, we're going to cut you today. And once we get past the time frame and we can start signing guys again, we're going to sign you back. So don't go anywhere. Don't take any other deals. If a team wants to, you know, wants to sign you, tell them, no, thank you. I'm staying with the Cowboys. So, yes, there, it, there is, it's dangerous. But a lot of times, most of the time, there is these wink, wink, you know, good faith handshakes that happens behind the scenes to where players are like, hey, yeah, like you get cut today, but – Sit tight. And we're gonna give you all of your money for this year. Right. We're, That's we're, the guarantee. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're gonna we're, we're gonna take right. care of you yeah. on the back end. So just right. sit tight. Come on back and let's ride this thing out. So there's there's a lot of different things that people and fans don't get a chance to see or understand that happens behind the scenes on why this guy got cut and why is he back or how was he back and so so just understand that this thing is still like football normally is. It's a fluid situation and. It's it's ever changing at least for the first two or three weeks of the season, barring yeah. that this team sees any injuries between yeah. practice and how week do, one or two of the season. How do players feel about that? Is it a pride, a little hurt because they are technically cut, or do they just they know it's uh-huh. a business and that's Brother, the way? It... Let me say this right quick, like Jesse, before Jesse chime in. If you ever been cut <laughs> and somebody wink winking you, you are happy as all get out. Yeah. Thank you. And that's what I have to say about it. No. <laughs> Pride goes out the window. <laughs> Do I have a job? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That you you come to me and say, Hey, listen, we gotta cut you today, but don't worry about that because we bring you back. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I, I don't like, I don't care about the embarrassment or, or, or supposed embarrassment of going on the internet and someone says you got cut. I don't care about none of that. Mm. Will I have a job for the next 17, 18 weeks? Yes? Yes? 
Cool. Do what y'all gotta do. <laughs> Just do what y'all gotta do today, and we'll we'll reconvene tomorrow. I'll take today off, yeah. and I'll chill. I'll lay low. I won't go out in public or nothing like that. You know. Uh, you know, back in the day, you might have a little friend that right. come by and right. you know, occupy your time. That was way back in the day, Kurt. That was way back in the well, day. I'm gonna oh, tell yeah. you. I'm gonna tell you, Kurt. When them people come to you, or that one person come to you and say, "Bring your playbook," and you experience that one time. <laughs> <laughs> You looking for the wink? Is it? Is it anybody? Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you looking for the wink, bro. I just want, I want like a guy like Carlos Watkins. You know, he's a veteran. He's probably you know he knows he's done better in Ridgeway, but yes, and he, he, they may have told him we're bringing you back, but is he still like, oh, damn, you know? That's nah, <laughs> nah, it's a business. It's bad, yeah. And, and, and you know, Kurt, the 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 quicker and a lot of young players have a problem, not a problem. A lot of young players are oblivious to this because up until the NFL point, you've been the best player on your high school or college team, and it's never been business. You've always been the man. You've always got the opportunities. And then you come into this league where even if they draft you, it's still a level of business. And you and the sooner you find out or figure out that – and you'll have some teams say it and, and, and when it – there's never it's never family. I hate yeah, that. Yeah. We're family. We're, fa- we're not family. <laughs> My last name is Holly. Your last name is something else. We're not family. And your first priority, if you're the front office, the owner, the gentleman, is the team. My first priority is Jesse. Holly Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Wow. So there's always there has to be an understanding that they're going to do what is ever best for them, yeah. and you have to do what's ever best. For you. So when when those contracts come around, whether guys are trying to get new contracts or extensions or whatever it may be, and fans go, oh, you need to take a team discount. No, 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 (laughs) no. Because the team's going to do what's best for them at all times. You should do what's best for you at all times. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what's best for the show, and I'm going to go to a break. And when we come (laughs) back from this break, we're going to talk more about this Cowboy roster, uh, putting this thing together. Tyler Smith at left tackle. Do we have what we need on this roster right now to start the season off 11 days against man, Tampa Bay? I want Bay. to eat this brownie so bad. You can eat it in the break, man, Nate. Come on back. I want to eat it on air, man. Yeah. I want you to see how fat man is. No, nah, Derek said we can't uh, eat on air. So I'm, 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 you know what, Derek, I'm going against you. No, no I'm not. No, I'm He's not. going against you, not Kurt. Nah. Stay right oh, with this. He's bringing in Kurt, not Kurt. Stay, stay right with this. We'll be back and hang with the boys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. The Cowboys way. 
where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back to hanging with the boys. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back, Hanging with the Boys, coming at you live. The People's Show, we are for the people, by the people, we are the people. Black, <laughs> white, no, we are for oh, the people. Oh, we used to have a saying, I'm not going to say it around, I want to get fired, boy. Ooh, that was good, though. As we continue to look at this Cowboys roster, uh, they're constructing a 53-man roster, getting ready for the season, 11 days away from real-life football, taking on Tampa Bay. Buccaneers, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like we've played them every year now, right? Seems like we opened the season. Them and Green Bay. Can't get rid of them, man. Can't get rid of them. You sure they ain't in the NFC East. (laughs) You feel like it. Uh, But as we we get prepared to to cut this roster or formulate this roster, however you want to manipulate it, mold it into the regular season, Jerry Jones, you mold it. You mold it. Jerry Jones was on the the flagship flagship. Careful there. Be careful now. Good thing F- FCC don't 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 don't, don't follow us. Too, too For the close. flagship station, radio station here, 105.3, the what fan. What the? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, he was talking to uh, uh, to Sean and RJ, and he made he made a, a a a bold proclamation. He said, "If the Super Bowl was today, this player would suit up." And play. I know, Nate. That's what he said. You know what player he was talking about? No, sir. What player is he talking about? He was talking about Michael Gallup. He said, this is... is You know, I read that once and I read it twice. And I'm still sitting here saying, because... There's How only would one you Michael Gallup. There's mm-hmm. only one. But, we don't, we don't, we but, don't have but, multiple. You know, like you got like a couple Nates in your family? Like you got like, you know what I'm saying? Like, son, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's only but, one but, Michael yeah. Gallup. This is what the owner said. Him? This is what the boss man said. He said. And I don't like to go against Mr. Jones, but I wouldn't do that to Michael. Mm. He said if the Super Bowl was today, that Michael Gallup would dress and play in the Super Bowl. Now, to his point, Michael Gallup passes physical. So he's coming off the pup, 
and will be on the active roster. Yeah. Pup would have put him automatically out for four games. <clears throat> so there, there is this belief between the training staff, the doctors, the medicals say that he passes physical, and the coaches that say that Michael Gallup is going to be on the 53-man roster. Now, I'm not saying, and Jerry did not say, that he's playing week one. Right. But you take the guy off the pup with the hope and the imagination that maybe not week one, maybe week two, maybe, week, maybe three. week three. But if you get to week three, you might as well go on the way the extra week. So, mm. yeah. But what if you get to week three and you're 0-2? Would they, are they, is that kind of what they're scared of? They're like 80%, 90% Gallup is better than what they might have further down the depth chart, and they need that guy out there so they don't start 0-2? Nate? I, I don't see. Nothing wrong I, with it, a little bump. If you're going to bring him, this is, this is the same way I feel about Turpin. If you put him on that active roster – and you saying that he is ready, you have to play him. And you can't worry about uh, as the game progresses, and I say it's 7-7 going into the fourth quarter, you can't worry about that. If he's that guy, you got to throw in the ball and you got to put him in there and let him run routes. The pitch count goes out the window. So that's just what I feel. If you if he's gonna be there and you and you and you're saying this openly to the fans, like I said, Jess, I read it twice, mm-hmm. and I and some things I just refused. Nah, nah, I'm saying <laughs> no. But if I believe that Britt Brown released him through rehab, and Jim Meyer released him to the to the to the coaching staff, it's time to ball. I mean. I, I wouldn't have personally, no. For Nate, no. I, I would have wanted the four weeks more. But if you say so, let's go. What's as a receiver? Can he? You think he'll be ready? Can he? Can he play it? Can a receiver play not fully healthy? I, I talked to him, and I and I talked to him two weeks ago. I said, "How you feeling, man? How you feeling?" He said, "I'm ready to go." But I expect that <laughs> from a receiver, and I ignored that. He said, "I'm ready to go, man. Did you, did you let me go?" I, I looked at him and said, I just started laughing. I'm like, boy, you, you get these four weeks. That's what I'm saying <laughs> in my mind. But now, if you line, if you put him out there and he's just on standing up on the sidelines, when you could have been giving these reps to these young guys trying to get them better, that ain't right. You know, you took away a spot. That's a spot you took away that somebody could be actively uh, getting better. I watched that video that he put out when, when after practice when Dak went and threw a couple routes to him. And I didn't see a player that was ready – to go, hmm. you know, it's – and, Nate, you've used this terminology a lot. It's a difference from going – from working over there with Britt Brown, throwing some routes after practice with Dak Prescott, practicing to game. You go from zero to 100. And, and there is no other way to really put <laughs> right. it but that. And not only do you do that, you're now having to defeat an opponent in front of you who is going to be a pretty good player. Because if you come out there, you're going to be the number two receiver. So you're going to get a a really good opponent. And trusting, first of all, modern technology has become so great. I mean, what used to end your career with an ACL, what used to take a year and some change with the ACL, dudes is coming back in nine months now, which is insane. Like that, like the human body and modern technology and medicine and surgeries and all that kind of stuff is insane that a guy could come back in nine months, you know, to 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 from an ACL. 
But to go from zero to working on the side with Britt Brown to talking about actually playing in a game when you have not done it in almost a year, man, that is, a, that is such a stretch, especially at that position, because it takes so much. Like we talk about offensive linemen, right? We were talking about when I say a, a, once a bat goes, everything else comes to follow because there's so much stress that's put on an offensive lineman's back just from the, the posture that they're in to, you know, catching and holding a guy and all that kind of stuff, hips and all that. It's, for receivers, it's the same thing. There's so much pressure that's put on the knees, the feet, the ankles, the knees, the hips. Because everything that you do, it's basically I got to go from zero to 100, stop, jerk, move, get back to 100, stop, jerk, move, 75, right. 100. You know, so you're doing all these stop and starts, <clears throat> and, and, and your speed is going from one level to the next level. And if you're not confident in that, and most of the time there's a level of compensation that comes with and you have a, a devastating injury like that. Because a lot of times you'll see guys come back, and I'm not wishing this on Michael Gallup, but they come back too fast, yeah. they hurt the other leg because of the level of compensation that you're saying, well, I don't really trust. And I watched that video a couple weeks ago, and I see him running out route, and I can, you can still see a noticeable limp, but you can also see that he doesn't even trust to slow down on that leg. It's like a tap, I slow down real hard with the other leg. Tap, slow down with the other So to me, I'm no medical expert. If Britt Brown says that he's ready to go and they cleared him to go, then I guess he's ready to go. But I, I thought he would have missed the, at least the first three mm-hmm. weeks of the season just trying to get that right. And if you're rushing him back, again, that, that goes back to maybe we're having a, a, a coach in the conversation about getting the guys in this roster that you can trust so you don't have to rush guys back because of – what you may feel guys are on yeah. this roster. It so It sounds like it could be more of a mental thing for him then coming back because, like you're saying, he's like stutter-stepping on the stops and that kind of stuff. That seems like a mental – he doesn't trust the knee yet. But, and, and, if, and, if, and if that's the case, then you don't bring him back. You let him go through Pup and, you know, and then, you, then you work him in slowly. But if, I, I, I just seen Britt do some great things with people. And if, and if he says he's ready – and Jeremiah says he's ready, and the coaching staff believe it, and the doctors even more cleared him. Hey, let the games begin. Hmm. Let the games begin. But don't – you don't want to – I just don't want to see Jesse and Kurt. And even though I know the third and fourth – or the, the fourth, fifth receiver ain't going to get a lot of throws to them, I just don't want to see some of these young kids not get the ball thrown to them. You know what I'm saying? Because you just got him basically standing out there. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna use him, use him. Yeah, if he if he's ready to go, then he got to go. Him. Yeah, like use they, there him. can't be a they can't be a, he, he he can't be a decoy. Yeah, if you're gonna put him in a uniform, then he needs to be a part of what's happening of your offense, like yeah. a, a, an integral part of your offense. You know, not just standing out there and just saying, "Hey, line up and run a go route." No, that 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 you gotta you gotta let them go out there and really be a part of it. Because to Nate's point, then you could have other guys who got those necessary reps and live games to help them and you maybe later on down the line. So, if he's ready to go, then he should be a real serious part of your offense. We're gonna take another break. We're gonna come back. We gotta talk about the offensive line. 
We just can't do it. Nate will have a chance to finish a little bit more of his brownies. We'll talk <laughs> about the offensive line. Uh, is Will Dak have a mental effect knowing that now Tyler's, Tyler Smith is out there and not Tyron Smith out there at left tackle? How will that play heading into this season in week one against Tampa Bay? Coming right back on Hanging with the Boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the stars. Get autographs from your favorite players and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. But Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back. Welcome back to hanging with the boys. We are we are without our big-headed leader Shannon Gross, <laughs> but I still got my boy <laughs> Nate Newton. I got Kurt Daniels, and on the ones and twos, Chris Beam is in the back holding us down. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain. Blockchain.com. That got to be a pretty good damn company when you're when you're when you're your intro and outro, whatever you want to, your promo was just, we, we blockchain. Yeah. Blockchain.com. <laughs> All right. That's they, it. They just signed uh, Dak to Big Deal. Eh? It's always sweet being, the, it's always man. sweet being QB1, boy. You get all the deals. Here in Dallas. Especially yeah. here in Dallas. You yeah. get all of the deals. There's a lot of Jones were trying to say, like, hey, listen, we're going to pay you less because you're going to get more being the QB1. Yeah. They, they, you know what? They got a little bit of an argument there. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm always for the player. But there is a little bit of saying, like, when you were the Cowboys hit, uh, uh, starting quarterback, you're going to get lots of lots. You're going to get all of the monies this is, <laughs> off the field. This is the funny thing about it. You can see Mr. Jones say, hey, hello, Mr. Blockchain. Uh not only will you have the exposure of the one of the, the top paying, not one of making you know the top paying franchise, franchise in the in the world, we gonna give you our quarterback. Now you got to cut your own deal, but we're gonna give you our quarterback. You, talking about Mr. Jones, you see that hear that thing? I was listening to the radio this morning. I guess the came out the Lakers owner Jerry 
bus. Almost bought the. Oh, he had the first dibs. Yeah, they had, they had a better qualifying offer, and they yeah. turned it down because of how he lived at the time. How Mr. Bus lived. They're yes. like, do we want him portraying who we are? Playboy. Single playboy <laughs> girls on each on the hill. Imagine that owning both the Lakers and the Cowboys. Yeah, you you own both coasts. <laughs> Two of the biggest franchises. Yeah. You'd have had the East Coast. You'd have had kind of Midwest Ooh. and the and the West. Yeah. Out of making the money. That's mm. making all of uh, the monies. All right, as we're 11 days away from the Cowboys taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to kick off the 2022-2023 NFL football season, it's no, it's, it's no new news, but Tyron Smith is now out for at least, as Jerry and company says, till December. And I'm doing my air quotes, but yeah. I think it's going to be longer than that. Um, I love how, I love how uh, uh, Jerry and Steven, they, they, they said, when we get in the playoffs, They've already put the Cowboys in the playoffs. They're like, oh, yeah. don't you want your best players ready to go for you when you're in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. So they've already put the Cowboys in the playoffs at some sh- shape or form. So, hey, tell Shannon, don't, tell Shannon don't book that Mexico trip so soon right now because Jerry said that we're going to be in the playoffs. But Tyron is out. Insert Tyler Smith. Now, there, there's, a, there's a ton of debate about this guy, Tyler Smith, because out of Tulsa, left tackle. Now, he was the most penalized player in the country last year at that position, coming to the Cowboys, who were the most penalized team in the National Football League last year. All through OTAs, for the most part, and all through training camp, all he's done was been your left guard. And even in that, he was in a battle with Connor McGovern at left guard. Couldn't win that out outright throughout Mm -hmm. training camp. Down goes Tyron Smith, and the Cowboys say, well, we have future plans for Tyler Smith to play left tackle. That future just seems a little bit more present now. Yeah. You kick him out to left tackle, Nate. Yes, sir. You're still having a debate. Is, is Connor McGovern the left guard that you want? You're Dak Prescott. You've already had one of those <laughs> catastrophic injuries. You had the calf injury last year that kind of almost derailed your season because yeah, you weren't quite the same after you came back from that. And here you are heading into this year, which, which for quarterbacks, every single year that you get into this league and you don't have the success you want, it's, it's, it's a wasted year. It's a wasted year for your status. Um, your team will never be the same again. You're going to lose players again next year because of contract reasons. But just mentally, Dak Prescott is now going to the games and saying, I have a very un stable left-hand side of my offensive line, which happens to be the blind side for me. How does he go? How does he approach that? What, what is his mental makeup? What is his mental thought process of going into football games saying, man, am I worried? Is he, is he second guessing? Is he, is he moving too fast? What, what is the thought process in your point of view that Dak Prescott needs to take into these games? Well, first of all, you, you as a head coach and offensive coordinator, and I'm going giving both coaches the same distinction. You you meet with him, say, "Hey, this is our situation," and you move on, because Dak got his hands full just reading the coverages, just making sure those young wide receivers doing what they <laughs> need to do. What he has to be now is sharper than he's ever been, and in, in, in pre-reads, his pre-reads have mm. to be almost perfect. So, because if not one, two, get rid of the ball or take off. It, it ain't no more. It ain't no more of that. What you did last year due to all the injuries, coming off of injury, it, it can't happen. You have to be crisp. You have to be like a, a singer sewing machine. 
one, two, stitch, let it go. One, two, stitch, let it go. That's it. You go for third stitch, you're on your back, and that's the rest <laughs> of the I'm, – I'm being honest. But until this kid get acclimated to the game of left tackle and how the, the offensive coordinator is going to run this, how the uh, offensive line coach is going to design the run plays and design the pass uh, protection, you know, that's what you have to do. Move the pocket. But Dak should not have to uh, have to say, okay, new left guard, new left tackle, I can't play around. Receivers, be where you're supposed to be. That's why we keep saying that Dalton Schultz going to have 100,000 passes <laughs> with 10,000 yards and 85 touchdowns. Be where you're supposed to be so I can get you this ball and we don't have to make that an issue. That's what they're praying for. Yeah, we've, we've seen that in the past. I think Dak is a mentally strong person and all that, but like you said, there's any doubt he can't second guess. He's got to go in there not worrying about it. Yes, if, like you said, if he's if there's that mo- and that that game is so fast. If he second guesses at all, the windows close. That sort of thing. And so he's got to be. And maybe it's the maybe it's up to the coaches. We had you know they haven't been so good in the past of helping that that tackle on the outside. <laughs> They've got to figure out a way to scheme that up so he Dak isn't second. Yeah, guessing. give him a give him a fighting chance. Yeah, get his kid a fighting chance. You know. Uh, if you plan a, and we Tampa gonna have nice pass rushes, you know everybody's gonna have a nice pass rushes, uh, but we have another issue, and that's our center, especially going against their guy with with Vita the Bucks. This is this, the worst thing happened to the Dallas Cowboys. Not only does they have Shaq Barrett, is mm-hmm. that right, and all these other guys, Devon White, that can come off this defensive end position on our left side. You got the number one bulldog in America. He's a D9 bulldozer. He can tap highways. <laughs> I'm being honest. This dude this dude can tap highways, moving things. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, when God called out the, the mountains to be moved, hey, Vita, I need you to move about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got to, we got to be on top of our game. So, Kurt, let me ask you this. And, and this, is, this is optimistic Jess. Ooh, Okay. This is a new Jess. Nice. See, when I sit in this chair, I get to be a different Jess. (laughs) Right, right. This is optimistic Jess. We saw saw Micah Parsons drafted high last year, and we didn't quite know what we were going to get from Micah Parsons. You you thought you were going to get a good player, but no one had the thought process of you were going to get that player. Yeah. It was due to injury, suspension, COVID, whatever, that – you said, you know what? Let's line us up at the line us up at defensive end, and holy smokes, we found out that Micah Parsons is a damn good edge rusher as well as being a linebacker. Is there any chance? Is that, there is a chance. Are you saying there's a chance? There is a chance. But Kurt, I want your percentage. Is it a high percentage that Tyler Smith? who was drafted in the first round, can have a Micah Parsons-type season, meaning, no, Nate, see, I, no, wait, wait, see, <laughs> wait a second. I'm, op- you're, I'm optimistic Jess here. Your sarcasm is beyond me. Sarcasm? <laughs> this is optimistic Jess trying to give Deacon, a, Deacon, tell your oh reverend where, he, <laughs> where Kurt, he's at is right there now. A chance, is there a chance that Numbers Tyler Smith – that Tyler from one to a hundred. Is there a chance that Tyler Smith could come on this year? Shock, I guess Nate and you, because neither one of y'all <laughs> seem to believe what I'm saying, and have 
a Pro Bowl type year at left tackle? A very small percent, like five percent, if if that. And wow. Again, you. I mean, you can't compare him to Mike. Mike uh, uh, had a year that very few. I'm ever saying. Had. I'm saying. I'm not that, saying Kevin, he has to be Micah. I'm saying, can he shock the world? Mm, and and from an never. injury, and from an injury, we now discover another player on this roster, mm. like they did with Micah Parsons. But I, I think the the leap that Tyler Smith has to make is a lot more than what. Micah has to make. I mean, you know, smaller college. He's been working at guard all. Let, let, let me ask you this right here. Penalty concerns. Let me ask you this right here. Been hurt. Yeah. Let me ask you this right here. Just, no, let's wait, wait. just let's just start. For the record, people, this is optimistic. Jess, <laughs> this is Kurt, and this is Nate being let pessimistic. Me, let me start. I am being the optimistic let, one here in this show today. Let, let me start. <laughs> this is what we knew about Micah Parson once he hit the Dallas Cowboy facilities, the star, or whatever you want to call this place, Jerry's World, whatever you want to call this magnificent building in Frisco. Day one, this dude lined up in the A and B gaps for the Dallas Cowboys. Day two, he lined up at defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys. No, he didn't. Day Day two, no, he didn't. Day two. It was early on, though. It was early on. Brother, he, they left here. Uh, what did they call them? OTAs. They left the OTAs in the minicamps with him playing more than just wheel linebacker. Yeah, I remember we were talking to. Were they giving him too much? We were worried. about Remember that. we kept asking that right yeah, there. I Let him remember. learn one thing. Yeah, I remember. Tell me how many positions have Tyler Smith played? He barely was playing the left backup guard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you 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 talking about a different coach? looking at his player in a different way and seeing the potential and giving him the opportunity to perform within that potential. So it wasn't totally brand new to him. Even though he's going to click his heels three times, Tyler Smith, and he's going to go back home to the yeah. tackle. <laughs> you agree? <sighs> so I'm optimistic that this kid will fight through it because understanding that a person I talked to that knew – Tulsa coaching staff that he has not have a problem with being coached hard. But I wanted to ask this great scout who used to work for the Cowboys, Coach, it's one thing to be coached hard, but if you give up like three sacks, can you be coached up to that? <laughs> <laughs> and this kid is not going to give up three sacks. He's going to be – Is he going to give up four? No, Derek, I have to believe – I know what he was going with that. I have to believe if he started left tackle, I have to believe with all my heart that Coach Moore – and Coach uh, Philman going to do everything in their power to make sure this kid get off to a good start. Uh, I understand we're playing Tampa. I understand it is the NFC team. I understand down the road we'll be talking about ties and tiebreakers. But right now, you have to secure your left side of your offensive line, and you have to do anything any, by any means necessary. You have to secure that so they can help you down the road. You can't leave them butt naked. Not this early in the season. So, what? let me ask this question well, to Nate. No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. Mr. Optimistic, what's yes, your percentage? Yes. <laughs> I'm the host. What's your percentage? <laughs> now, he don't want to look good now. Stay optimistic. Hit this timeline, y'all. I don't know what it is. I'm saying it right. Hit this timeline. I'm the host, so I, I get to pose the questions here, Mr. Daniels. <laughs> I get a chance to pose the questions for once. Uh, Nate, for confidence, as someone who's played the position, 
Is there anything that can happen in the course of the first couple games that could break this kid's confidence? And if so, how long does it take to gain that confidence back? Because they always say football is played 90% above the shoulders, 10% below the shoulders. So that's, that's the mental makeup of the game, the knowledge of the game. Can something happen in the game, the first two games, Tampa or Cincy, where this kid's mentally is broken? And if so, how long does it take to kind of get back from that before you're like ready Jesse, to be a player? Because there's a lot on a left tackle let me, let me with a $40 million dollar quarterback. I said what I said on the NFL Network the other night, just being <laughs> brutally honest. And I said what I just said. But certain things I'm not going to say because right now, and I'm dead serious, I'm not even thinking about this kid failing. All I'm thinking about is I know my head coach has to be concerned that his offensive line coach and his offensive coordinator make sure that your future left tackle don't fail. If you're thinking anything else, if this kid come out of these two or three games and looking like a total failure, which that will ride him forever. You got to understand, first-round pick versus free agent, I get a chance to laugh. I get a chance to grow. Still get a chance. Oh, what you think? We didn't draft Still, He come out of Texas A&M, Texas Tech. We got, uh, yeah, okay, if he make it, he make it. This is a future first-round pick. It is your job as a head coach, as an offensive line coach, and as a coordinator to make sure this kid don't fail. Because I saw seven years ago a guy called Flowers coming out of, 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 of the University of Miami with great skills, great uh, technician coming out of college, get ruined. Mm-hmm. Because they did not take care of him. They did not coach him up right. And guess what, Flowers? Yeah, he's still floating around the league as a guard. So if you don't do it right, you can hurt this kid. So I'm not going down that road. Because I saw, I remember coming in and telling these guys, I said, y'all, New York Giants got a turnstile as a number one pick. <laughs> I do not want to say this after this game. I refuse to believe that. So I'm sorry to answer your question, Jerry. I mean, not Jerry, but... uh. No, my next place I'm yeah. going is to back to something that Jerry Jones says. And I think this may be the 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 the, the route to help a guy like Tyler Smith is, you know, you can't sit up there and pass the ball. And this is why it's so important for that defense, for this Cowboy defense to hold that Tampa Bay team, because if it gets to be you're up, they're up 10, 12, 14 points, and now you are forced into passing the ball much more than you wanted to, now it's almost he becomes a sitting duck. But going back to something else that Jerry Jones said, Jerry Jones uh, was on the flagship station, and he said that this Cowboys team will be a primarily early on a running football team. And that running football team will be led by none other than the $16 million man, Zeke Elliott. Kurt, is that the proper strategy to go with? And... If the Cowboys are going back to the 90s Cowboys, can Zeke hold up for the season? I don't care. I Go ahead on. I say that's a no and a no. It's <laughs> not the proper 
Because we are we are we are in a pass yeah it's a passing, passing league, league. with very few league. teams maybe Tennessee maybe Denver uh, of live the Ravens uh, a little bit of Arizona being more so dominant running football teams and the Cowboys are saying Jerry Jones is saying and, and most of the time when Jerry Jones is saying stuff it's been talked about in the big boy meeting when everybody comes and he's sitting at the head of the table so we're getting information from there that maybe that Mike McCarthy might not want out but Jerry says yeah. I'm Jerry Jones and I'll say what I want to say. But a running football team. Yeah, but I think even those teams that are considered running football teams, they're probably passing more than they than they it's they be. run. But they have such a strong back, and that's the question you have here: Do the Cowboys have a back that can hold up? Are they going to utilize Tony Pollard like they've been saying they would for the last three or four years? I mean, yes, they may have to lean on the run a little more, but they can't. Be, I mean, in this day and age, you can't you can't win being a running team. You have to be able to pass the ball. But, I, Nate, doesn't running help an offensive lineman a little bit more than it does in having a pass set for 35 times a game? I'm going to tell you something. If we, we average 70 plays a game, mm-hmm. 30 of them has got to be runs, uh, some type of run, long-handle runs, uh, throwing the ball out of the backfield to Zeke and to Tony, uh, letting them make a man miss, uh, getting the ball quickly to Turpin, you know, hoping he can make a guy miss. But you, but that trying to throw the ball downfield and all of that right there, that ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. You gonna have to run the ball somehow, some way. You gonna have to run the ball to get your guys into rhythm, to get them into some type of rhythm. And yes, it's gonna be some games where you gonna have to pass. Yeah, I mean, both, and this is both where Ferguson got to be though. big. I mean, they're just gonna load the box and say, you know, we got the guys that can rush. And uh, if you if you load the box, Dak is smart enough to know that he can go to a run option pass. And I'm quite sure they're going to have a lot of that in there this year. Well, you okay, you load that box. Bring the safety on down here. You know, we got Ferguson. We, is that 11 personnel with two tight ends or 12? That's 12. That's 12. And we got, we got Ferguson in there. And he can catch. But he can also get in the way a little bit better than the other kid. So now, you know, we, we, we got – I think they got some things. I just want to believe this right here, that if you're not going to run the ball – and you're gonna wing it, and you're gonna wing it out. It's gonna have to be fast, quick, and in a hurry. It's gonna be like the old, uh, the old Forty ers I mean, that they used to get it out. They used, they used to get it out and get into their receivers' hands. I'm not saying you can't win, win games, but we have not been able to win games when our quarterback is 45 passes or more. We have not been able to win games. But, but shouldn't this be the, the evolution of Dak Prescott? I mean, because it is because people when you when you start paying quarterbacks 40, 45, 46, 50 million dollars, there is a level of expectation that comes along with that. And, And I get it. Sometimes it's, hey, he's the next man up. He's QB one. The market dictates this. So we have to pay that. But there is a level of expectation that's that why comes with Garoppolo didn't get paid. That comes Garoppolo's not a good quarterback. But that's like, what I'm saying. Like, that's why he didn't get paid because of what you were saying now. Right. But but I, but I'm saying all that to say that despite what is happening with the offensive line, despite what you may have lack of at wide receiver, when you pay a quarterback forty million dollars, there's a, there's an expectation of yes, it is. Okay, dog. Now you got to carry us. All right. Yes, like, it is. Like now yeah. now you have to make. You have to make up the difference. Wherever we're lacking, wherever we're not as strong. And I, I agree to your point, Nate. Dak's pre-snap reads have to be perfect. Not so-so. 
not not 50%, not 60-40. You got to be in the 90, 90 percentile on assessing, processing, delivering. Assessing what the defense is, processing what, 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 what your, your guys are going to be, and then delivering the ball to the playmakers' hands to get them going in the right direction. On top of uh, Michael Gallup that's coming off an injury, on top of a Dennis Houston that ain't never played, on top of a Noah Brown that, it, that has only had maybe 100 mm-hmm. passes thrown to him, the only thing you got is C.D. Lamb, and if they cover him, if they double cover him, what do you do? See, this is – But this is why they pay you $40 million but, but that's what I'm saying. to that's figure what I'm that agreeing. out. That's why I said yeah. – that's why they didn't play Gar- Garoppolo because they didn't think he was that type of quarterback. But they think Dak is that guy that's at that level now where he can do all of these things you just spoke of. And he will have to do it on top of Dennis Houston, on top of <laughs> Jalen Tober, <laughs> on top of Michael Gallup. I'm just saying, he got two receivers right now, a tight end and C.D. Lamb. Those guys should respectively – well, not respectfully – one, I'm going to have 120 passes, and I'm going to have 100. That's just the bottom line. And if you're not trying to key these guys and throw to these guys and Tony Pollard and Zeke out of the backfield. I... Kurt, how, how, much, how much weight or stake are we putting on when we look at this team offensively? Because I think going around the room, I think we all feel confident that Dan Quinn has this defense in the proper place that he wants to be successful. Yeah. So is is this is this the year of we 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 see what Kellen Moore is worth, or we completely be done with him? Oh man, I don't know. Um, that's a tough one because I don't know. Is he going to have the the talent, the horses up front to get what he wants to get done? I mean, we look across like the creative minds create, right? We 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 label Kyle Shanahan. We la- we we label you know guys like that. Uh uh uh. What's my other guy in in L.A. The, the, uh, the Rams uh, coach. The Rams coach. <laughs> yeah, and the and the right. Chargers coach. Right. So like you, you know we 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 label guys like that of being geniuses. These creative geniuses. Okay. And Kellen Moore. I don't, know if, third was, year, I don't know if it was warranted or not, but he was kind of given that kind of boy wonder right. type of bag that got put on his back. So, I mean, at what point in time do we say, all right, boy wonder, this is this put up or shut up time. Like, mm-hmm. get creative. Get get creative. We 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 got we have we have there's elite quarterbacks, and then there's the next level of quarterbacks. We have the next level of quarterback. So with that. Put you head and shoulders above a lot of football teams in the National Football like 24 League. Twenty-four of them. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So at least half of the league. So now create, hmm. C- create, put put guys, and whether that is t- if, if it's only 88, if it's only Schultz and CD, then damn it, put those guys in every single position like a Rubik's cube or or yeah. or, or, or or Dominique Dawes, stretch and flip them in every single way that you can to get them. What type of dog? Dominique yeah. Do- Dominique Dawes. Remember Dominique Dawes, oh, okay, the, the okay, gymnast. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, Dominique Dawes. I thought you said Dominique Dahl. I'm like, yeah. what in the world is to, that? To 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 be successful. Yeah, you put it like that, then yeah, this is a year that he needs to, like you, like we were talking before the show. The Rams got the ball to Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl. Everybody in the stands knew it was going there. Kellen's going to have these few targets. He's going to have to figure out how to get them open and get them the ball. 
Well, fellas, it's been real. We we made the 53 because we still got jobs here. So we'll be back here Friday giving you more updates what this Cowboys so roster we, is. We waved Shannon. We waved him. And we're going to bring him back. back. Possibly. Okay. <laughs> At least the practice squad. Possibly. Yeah. At least the practice yeah. squad. We're going we, to see if we can put him in a uniform on Sunday. Right. Uh, Nate, appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. Kirk, yes, appreciate you. Chris Bean. Good, good conversation. Bro, now. Willie in the back. Thank you to Wingstop. Thank you to Willie. Uh, thank you to all the Willy listeners Wonka. For, uh, for tuning in. We appreciate you, the people show. Without you, there is no us. And we continue to wow, act that you I continue like to that. show up for us each and every day. Remember, uh, you never know what anyone's going through, so be kind. Eliminate the contingencies. This is Hanging with the Boys, and we're out of here. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!